0: This week, Kingston breaks a promise to his mama, Matt Hardy pleads guilty to vehicular homicide, and where we're going, we don't need any roads. Welcome to the Full Nelson Press. Welcome to the Full Nelson Press, my name is Brandon Kirkpatrick, I'm here with my co-host Peter O'Brien, you can find him on Twitter at MVP360, you can find myself on Twitter at @JohnnyJONNY_Tango underscore Tango, and of course you can follow the Full Nelson Press on Twitter
1: at TFMP. Pete, how you been, buddy? I've been good, I've been good. It's Call of Duty week, new game It coming is! Out. What? <laughs> Get also, kind of excited And then AEW knocks our socks off Yeah, so uh, first off uh, It's going to be
0: It's all elite wrestling all the time yeah, today uh, It's only all, all AEW today Which is cool It's going to be kind of a short episode Because that's all we have to talk about I'm super excited Full gear was just last night Or no, Saturday night I'm not used to that I watched it Sunday morning
1: So uh, yeah. it's still fresh in my head But no, it was, it was a really good event Dude, it just When you watch it you see the story, you see development, you see a new thing coming up. Like, you see all these underlining layers for every single match in AEW. There's so much yep. more to pay mm-hmm. attention to. Where WWE is like, we'll see it Monday. I love it. Not to
0: jump ahead, but a great example of that is the whole thing they did at the end with Hangman Page, uh, just showing him just briefly subtle. out on the table. Let's tight, get to so it. So subtle. I don't even think they even commentated on it. But yeah, let's just jump into it. First match of the night is on the pre-show. It's for the NWA Women's Championship. It's Serena Deeb uh, against Allison Kay. Um, they they give it a a sixty minute time limit, but there's only thirty minutes left on the pre-show, so that's kind of stupid. <laughs>
1: well, they give all of them like they they throw all these things all these, but like, make it a thirty minute time limit. They should have made it ten. <laughs> it was good. It was decent. It was fine. It did what it was supposed to. I mean, I didn't really pay too much attention because it is the pre-show. Like I'm like, all it's right. also it's a
0: title that's not on the show at all.
1: Yeah. So I, I mean, what's cool is the cross promotion thing. I really like that. I do appreciate that.
0: Not only does it a uh, great cross promotion with a- uh, NWA but it also is uh, it makes your women's division look a little bit bigger when you have two women who aren't even on your <laughs> in your roster exactly. wrestling on the pre-show. Um, they even talked about it later because I think they had um, a TNA commentator on later in the show and they talked about how they're open with TNA. Um, I think that's a great way that AEW is going to get uh, a heads up. is not having to rely on things like buying Evolve to be able to do Cross promotion yep. with Evolve, you know, it's it's being able to do things with other companies and not have to feel like I have to buy that company to do it. Exactly. So yeah, huge huge props. The match itself, man, yeah, it's <laughs> it fine. was not a good match. Yeah, just, it it was, was
1: whatever. I like yeah. I said the I think the lowest part of AEW is the women, but I think they're getting better. We will talk oh, about yeah. it later. But yeah. yeah, it was it was fine. It did it did what it was supposed to, do, and I think it was more of like the cross promotion type thing to get it out there, and I think it was smart.
0: Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Crossroads, we also have Thunder Rosa then comes out after Deeb wins. Um, looks like she's coming back for her title. I'm a huge Thunder Rosa fan. I want to see her more on AEW.
1: Absolutely. She should be.
0: So we'll get to the opening card, which is the tournament finale to the Terminate... Uh, is it the Eliminate Terminator? The it's, Eliminator I don't know
1: Terminator it. of the finale of Elimination.
0: <laughs> That's it. That's exactly it. It's Anna Page versus Kenny Omega. So first of uh, all, this yeah. since
1: you did... You're telling this the full Metal Gear? Like... So Tagman Page is what? Like Liquid Snake? I and think so. And Kenny Omega is who who could Kenny Omega be? Yeah, he's he's rated. He's rated. Yeah, and he's the he's the PlayStation 2 version. So he's all blocked. <laughs> he's and he's all, got his hands all blocked. He's all got naked. square hands.
0: So yeah, it is uh it, it was a good match. This it what was really cool about tonight's event is that it really put a spotlight on not only up and coming young talent I think a lot of the people who came away as winners tonight were anybody that had any kind of history at all with WWE, which was refreshing with with AEW.
1: The other huge thing is this is just a tournament for the the number one contender for the title. So you made a storyline with Hangman and Kenny Omega. They get to the finals, put on a great match. Like, it was really good. And you got... Liquid Snake walking around, he looks good even in the loss. Kenny Omega wins, which is fine. Now you got that really good, he, he's going to go straight heel after Moxley. And then, or, oops, oh, sorry, spoiler. But <laughs> you got, like, there was so much story into this match. Right. And as we'll talk about later, it isn't done yet. But the way they did the match, I was like, this is awesome. Like, I'm so ready for the next step of everything.
0: Like I really like how they did this. They made it so that way It's you, you're ending the tournament with something that was already been feuding, already been kind of uh, oh, bubbling over. I really liked it. I really like how they're doing. The, whole, the entire Elite members, I think, they're telling their stories really well. And I think that a big part of that is they're able to control their narrative in the company.
1: And, just like Liquid Snake, he ain't done yet. He comes back <laughs> to Metal Gear. He's in every Metal Gear. So we're going to see him again. And right. I. I... I'm big Hangman Page fan. I like I said. I thought the match was good. I it kept me entertained. Like I'm always looking to see what is going to be new at like. Mm-hmm. Bravo AEW. It's great match.
0: Next is Orange Cassidy versus John Silver, number four of the Dark Order. What a funny match! It's great. Uh, it was fun. It was a lot of there was a lot of character in this. Not a lot of like like, honky that you see from other promotions. It was just characters that were generally funny and entertaining to watch.
1: Yeah, Orange Cassidy is someone who, like, you could look at, like, an R-Truth. Like, if you put two people in, like, AEW and WWE, like, people get ready to laugh when R-Truth is in the ring. People get ready to laugh or get psyched up when Orange Cassidy. The only problem is, Orange Cassidy's a good wrestler. Souls are truth, but WWE doesn't like that aspect of him. No, they don't. They let Orange Cassidy wrestle and take bumps and actually puts on a match. He wrestles right. with his hands in his pockets. Like, I'm sorry, that's great. And the fact John Silver rips out his pockets, puts it in his mouth. And somebody's yep. like, don't do it! Like, no more it."
0: <laughs> I think we all know a John Silver in our life of somebody who you partied with before that acts just like John Silver.
1: Yeah, he tries too hard, shows up in a jacked-up Chevy truck, <laughs> yeah. but it's like an <laughs> S10, and he's trying to flex on people with it. Like, it's my big truck. So that's 10. Whatever it is, its has
0: got that little Calvin sticker pissing on something yep. in the back.
1: balls. <laughs> the balls on the tailgate.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. No, it's good, though. I liked it. it. What it really shows is that some people I think are really good at telling stories in the ring, and I think Orange Cassidy is really good at telling jokes in the ring. Yep. So, uh, I really like this one. Another great match. This this whole event was just, just a breath of fresh air. Uh, next is the TNT Championship match. Cody Rhodes puts his title on the line against Darby Allen. And Cody, he gets his name back. He He's now Cody Rhodes. Yep.
1: Yep. Rock all. This match was great. Like, this really, really put over Darby Allen. And it did. I was talking to my one buddy, and I was like, dude, you know what Darby Allen should be? He should be an extra Tony Hawk, like, as a downloadable character. <laughs> Are we wrong? There's a lot of
0: people who make him as their characters his, uh, in, his in the game.
1: specials should be like if you do, like, the acid drop into a bowl, you just cough and drop and fall on your back. <laughs>
0: Just take bumps. That's all he does.
1: Yeah, it was really good
0: entrances. Uh, Darby comes out in a clunker, which was really cool. Um, I <laughs> he comes out in this little beat up car, yeah. and then Cody Rhodes comes out with a twenty man entourage, like he does every time. <laughs> it's like every stockholder gets to come out with Cody Rhodes,
1: which I'm okay with. Like I'm sorry, WWE missed out on Cody Rhodes so hard. He's a main event talent. He's a star. He knows the business, and he knows what he's doing. He put over Darby Allen. He put him over well. That crossroads off the top rope. Oh, my God. It looked God. like the momentum. That was
0: insane. The way
1: Darby rolled, it didn't look like he was rolling on purpose. It looked like the momentum threw him over there, which Absolutely. I thought was so well done. AEW really protects finishes. They don't mm-hmm. kick out of a lot of them. So the fact that his foot was under the rope, you're like, oh, he didn't kick out of the finish, but he got out of it.
0: Right, because a lot of the first part of this match was Cody Rhodes just beating the hell out of Darby, and oh. Darby just getting uh, rope breaks. Another big positive to me, I'm loving the dynamic between Arn Anderson and Cody Rhodes. Right. Um, Arn, Arn comes out and it's just like it's almost like Cody Rhodes acts up and just Arn just has to keep putting him at his place. Like when Cody keeps showing up, Arn is out there with his Denny's menu yelling at him to tell him to stop, you know, doing pushups and cover the guy.
1: What's he writing in there?
0: I know, right? He ain't writing anything every week. I'm just gonna give him a different menu. Yeah, no. <laughs> Cody loses. It was just because of a bunch of repetitive roll ups. I think is how it finished. Yeah, which was great. It didn't hurt anybody, and I liked it. And it and it was it was in a world full of people just hating on roll ups. It was kind of a refreshing different way to do it, and you don't see it that often in this company.
1: No, that's what I was about to say. Like they don't do it all the time. So the fact that he actually caught him, like I was watching. And a surprise roll-up should just be like, whoa, what just happened? Where in WWE, we're like, yeah, that's his finisher. That, like, came out of nowhere. Like, and he caught him, and I was just like, what? I was like, that's awesome. Good for you, Darby.
0: So after the match, um, Cody hands uh, Darby the title, and then Taz comes out to just kick dirt and have his two guys. Brian Cage, and I, I don't know who the other guy is. I couldn't get his name, Dude, but we've seen him a couple times.
1: Taz is great. I love Taz him. Taz is so good. And Brian Cage then comes out, destroys everybody, throws Darby through a cardboard box. I don't even know what it was. <laughs> right? Um, getting ready to break his arm, and Will Hobbs comes out, which I think is good. Because I think Will Hobbs will be good in AEW. Whether he joins up with like Cody or hell, he might he can flip a switch and actually join Taz. Because those guys have been going at it for a while, kind of like how they did with like Cedric. He could join up with Taz's group. I think it'd be great. Taz is allowed to say what he wants in AEW, and he right. comes off so mean. Like I'm like, God, you're mean. Will you be nice?
0: Right now, it almost feels like there's four different NWOs in AEW, mm-hmm. and that, because it's not that they're overpowered factions, it's just it's it's people who are like, "Hey, I kind of like this dude. We're friends now. I want to be a part of this this faction." There's like four or five large factions going on in AEW. It really helps move things around. It's really good for storytelling if someone switches sides. I just. It, it's done so well. It could be done, like, if they, if WWE would have done something like this, of setting up just different, like, wrestling factions and wrestling families, they do it just so wrong. And I just, I love how they're very smart with how they do their roster. And, and I think this was a huge uh, thumbs up for them.
1: Big thing, though, you said, like, the NWO. The difference with the NWO is everybody was in it. This is that you still have your, like, rogue people on their own. Like, you have the Elites, you have the Dark Order, you have Cody Rhodes' whole family tree, you have, you know, Eddie Kingston's group, like, those guys. And, like, but it's done well. It's done
0: well in the sense that these guys are friends. Like, when you see the, when I see old footage of NWO, it's it's Hulk Hogan and a bunch of guys out there laughing and, and buddying around as they're beating somebody up. I see that dynamic with all the factions. They're all just a group of friends that are all wrestling together, that all have the same ideals. I think it's great. I love it. Uh, So next match, the AEW Women's Championship match. Hikaru Shida versus Nyla Rose. Vicky Guerrero is ringside. Um, I thought this match, I think it started strong, but it kind of fizzled out at the end. I didn't like the ending at all. We
1: need to get you a counter for how many times you mispronounced. It's not Hikaru. It's Hikaru. There you go. (laughs) Hikaru. Hikaru. <laughs> um, the match is good. I like the fact that, like, Sheeta didn't pin her and picked her head up to Nyla Rose, I who she's that. been doing that to everybody. I love that little subtle thing. And the fact that she won, I like that too. Eddie Guerrero. I'm not Eddie Guerrero.
0: Vicky Guerrero. It's pronounced Vicky, Pete.
1: Vickay. <laughs> Vickaroo. Yeah, Vickaroo. She helps Nyla Rose, though, huge. Like, she's a good piece to have with Nyla Rose. It's almost groundbreaking seeing, like, a manager for a woman. Like, you don't see that. I've been saying forever that WWE is missing a huge opportunity to make, like, well, now you've got the huge guy following AJ Styles. That guy should be with Sasha Banks as like her bouncer, like you are like a secret service. Yeah, like that would have been fantastic.
0: They debut Carmella like the same week that he comes out with AJ Styles. I think it would have been great to have him with Carmella. Like that would have been Titus
1: O'Neil. He doesn't need to talk. He's just there for like protection, holding her (laughs) stuff. Like
0: Titus O'Neil is there to be a good dad and not touch Vince McMahon. Kisses his kid all weird. It's weird. The match was good. I just, I didn't like the end. Uh, after the Falcon Arrow, he can, she cancels the pin, and then like Nyla gets up, throws her out of the ring, which just looks sloppy. Uh, and then Rose ends up uh, clotheslining Vicky. They get back in the ring, and Sheeta gets the win. Everything up to the Falcon Arrow I think was great. I just think the ending was just very sloppily done, and I, I just didn't like it. But the match itself, overall, I liked it. it was I didn't fine. It. Yeah. yeah, it. Was good. Uh, next is the AEW Tag Team Championship match. The Young Bucks Versus the champions FTR. This was personally the match I was looking forward to the most. Um, I haven't watched very much of the Young Bucks other than being on AEW, and when I see them, it's mostly like in like eight-man tag matches. So I was generally looking forward to seeing Young Bucks versus FTR, and they definitely delivered. I loved this match from beginning to end. Uh, the only thing I didn't like was that I think FTR should have kept the titles. This right. is super weird. <laughs> this is what is this about? As soon as the Young Bucks announce that if we lose. This we're never gonna get the titles again. I was like, "Fuck, man, that means FTR's losing." No, I because FTR was losing.
1: Cody Rhodes did did the same thing and lost. Yeah, that's where like all those underlining AEW stories, like you see it. So like when I was watching, I'm like, I can see Young Bucks, I can see him losing, like because they have been putting over other tag teams other than themselves. Now the fact sure. that they got it is good. I think Private Party would be a nice one for them to wrestle or The Butcher and the Blade. I love The Butcher and the Blade. What I really love about AEW is we're not going to see FTR and the Young Bucks wrestle. I, I don't think we're going to see them wrestle again. Like, they right. take a break. I don't want to see it back to back to back to back to back. Well, yeah, it's a feud.
0: Uh, WWE looks at it as a program. Yeah. It's a three-month program where, you know, we will see FDR, the Young Bucks battle again. I'm really hoping we see Young Bucks and Omega taking on FTR with Paige in the future, but we don't need to see that now.
1: I mean, let's be honest. When you see Young Bucks and you see FTR, or even, like, the Inner Circle, I'm sorry, if they were in it, Tito and Ortiz, they're super good. Private parties, mm-hmm. like, they're super young, but they're getting way better. Like, they have so much talent.
0: It's awesome. If you invest in tag teams, you can invest in an amazing roster. Because now we have the Lucha Brothers are facing each other again this upcoming Wednesday. Yeah. That's th- th- those are two tag team partners that are putting on five-star matches, and they're setting it up like they're going to do it again. That That's a great way to do it. And that's not going to break up their tag team.
1: And the thing is, is like they were announcing it during the pay-per-view. Like... I want to tune into AEW. Where WWE, I always used to say they need surprises, they need surprises. Yes. The problem is, is they've written themselves so bad and into such a hole. Now they kinda have to announce matches for me to come back. But the problem is is then they go, Alright, we're gonna do what AEW is, we're gonna announce. We're gonna have Orton versus Drew McIntyre. And uh this might be the last time they ever fight for a couple weeks match. Well, I don't need to see it. But like the fact that these two have been taking breaks, but they like they're doing like their big second match. Is like, all right, that's neat. Let's do it.
0: This pay per view ends, um, and then they announce Revolution as the next pay per view. I cannot predict to you a single match nope. other than the main event to nope. that pay per view. You have no idea. As soon as Survivor Series is over, I bet I can guess the whole entire card easily. That's just how predictable it is.
1: But I bet you, you know what you can't predict.
0: What's that, Pete? When just get it over with. It, no,
1: <laughs> I bet you you can't predict. Um, never mind Let's go on to the next one You don't <laughs> yeah, even know
0: yeah I, yeah, I don't even know
1: Yeah, no, uh-huh You don't even
0: know <laughs> So, uh, Omega comes out to congratulate the Young Bucks on winning their title You get to see Adam Page just in the back corner of it But the thing that's subtle about it is Is he there because he's too embarrassed to come out and celebrate with the Young Bucks? Or is he there to talk to FDR after their loss?
1: Probably there to feel The Go Bring it to the floor
0: Next, um, I think was the lowest part of the ma- the night. Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara comical. in an elite de- deletion match. Comical. Uh, I couldn't I, uh, stop laughing. I hated this match. I hated it. The whole thing was stupid.
1: I couldn't stop laughing, dude. Why can't Gangrel have his music? If he would if that music <laughs> would have hit while he's throwing Hurricane Helms, which by the way, those two were great. Were they? Yeah, they were. It was entertaining. Let's be real, Matt Hardy isn't putting on, like, the Boneyard match.
0: No, I'm not asking for the Boneyard match, but oh, man.
1: Oh, it's funny. Um, The drone at the beginning, couldn't stop laughing at. the fact, Sammy was so worried about a golf cart, when all he had to do was walk out of it. It's not like the doors lock on that you idiot. Just get out. Then the match, like, a lot of people, like, the whole calling private party, and they were like, yeah, we'll be there. And then yeah. they just show up, like there and they're like hey man we're here and they get out of the car it was like the ending to get out with the security guard the worst part was jr trying to call the match and you could hear jr just he was lost he was just like i don't even know what's going on
0: (laughs) right right oh they got fireworks now
1: they shot fireworks at each other
0: it's the biggest improvement that I think AEW needs. I hate the entire commentating table. I don't like no, any of them. I. No, it's false. the one thing that false. they, in the main event, they're just reading off commercials during the whole match. No, they they're weren't. To, yes, they Not were. Not during
1: the match. Nice try. Yes, they false. were.
0: Talking about how false. you could buy barbecue sauce here. You could get no, these t-shirts he here. Go back and watch it, dude. You'd rather have Michael Cole. I would rather have Michael Cole. You are one of those three. I would you rather have no wasting. I would rather have Michael Cole than JR today. Get out of here. JR needs to stop commentating. You need to up. watch just, during
1: the week when you have Jericho on there and oh my god, it is phenomenal.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I would definitely have commentary with Jericho on there. Hell yeah, bring it on, but I I just don't like AEW's commentating team at all.
1: The only problem was is JR's never seen a TV show. It was almost like he was watching Magnum P.I. and he was trying to commentate on it.
0: Yeah, that was another one that he was saying. I don't know. Sometimes I think he says, says some things that are like borderline racist some, sometimes. I just, But I don't think he knows it. No.
1: The fireworks <laughs> was hilarious. That would have been a good time to feel the glow.
0: Uh-huh, yeah, that was on you. You blew your load too early.
1: Then they get into the ring. Matt Hardy... Like, goes through a table or whatever. Then they get into the garage, and Matt, like, cracks Sammy's skull open. I, you know, the 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 lure of the fake matches is dead to me now. It really wasn't AEW's high point, but, it, you know, the Boneyard match was fine the first time. And if they would have walked away, but nope. When you tell someone they like it, they run it into the ground. Now, AEW hasn't done this a lot, um but the one this one that i watched not a fan i, I it was too long it took forever
0: sure. absolutely so compared to last show when we had dexter loomis and cameron grimes versus this one which one did you like more
1: i'd probably do the loomis grimes even though
0: same here yeah
1: like i liked the people more in the other one the gangrel drop was cool the Hurricane Helms thing was hilarious. It's,
0: it's funny because everyone's just like, "Oh, Sting's gonna be here," and then we get fucking Ged Growl. Yeah,
1: but <laughs> it was it was fine. It all like everything else just took just way 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 too long. Like I, I was done. Like I was kind of checking out. The whole
0: event was. I mean, I watched the pre-show and the entire show. That was almost six hours, uh, close to over five hours of wrestling. I didn't need all that from AEW. This was way too long of a show. Uh, but uh, who who won this? I can't even remember. Matt. Uh, Matt. Matt won, yeah. Matt deletes Sammy, throws him through a trash can or something like that. I can't. No, or he, into a trash can. That's yeah, what it was. he
1: twists the fates on, and then he, the private party comes in with a trash can. Which, by the way, they locked the door and no one could get in. But when the match ended, private party's like what's up? what's happening <laughs> we found the key oh i got a garbage can let's go
0: can this end the sammy and matt feud yeah because i think, I think so. sammy should be fighting someone else at this point next it's chris jericho versus mjf uh if mjf wins he's allowed in the inner circle uh, this match, it, I, I think it was kind of a slow pace. It was kind of weird seeing MJF trash talk like he didn't want to be Jericho's friend at some points. <laughs> um, the fact he
1: comes out in Jericho's coat and then he stands at the ring and looks at everybody and just flips everybody off. I'm just like, God, he is just the best. Big fan of MJF. And then he Eddie Guerrero'd him. And yep. it was so great how it worked. And then they were like, yeah, we're buds now. And, like, Jericho's like, I'm cool with it. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's, it, something's just, it, it
0: didn't make sense, like, Well, I think what they're planning wise. on doing
1: is MJF joining them. I think he's going to first turn on Wardlow, is my guess. I think Wardlow and him are going to turn on each other. And then I think it's going to build up to, like, this super mega feud between him and Jericho. And if Jericho can't win, he takes over the inner circle and Jericho's, like, done. Which I think would be like a passing of the torch. Like I think that would be so smart.
0: I agree with you. I'd, I'd love for it to turn into MJF taking over the inner circle and it being a huge face turn for Jericho. Right? Because Jericho he doesn't need a faction. He can run re- wrestle by himself. In fact, Jericho's greatest faction is just his list of catchphrases he comes yeah. up with every week. He doesn't need a. Uh, a whole fucking crowd with them but the match was good I mean there wasn't anything too notable here things were just just didn't line up I don't think correctly but I'm excited to see where this goes next because I think Jericho I think this is his big project for 2021 is gonna be MJF yeah next is the main event the I quit match for the AEW championship Jon Moxley versus Eddie Kingston man This was a brutal match. It had everything. Barbed wire, thumbtacks, disinfectant, dick punches, everything.
1: Backyard wrestling. Florida. It really was. That's what it felt like.
0: Right. Renee Young's tweet thread uh, watching this is the best.
1: (laughs) I didn't see it. I was laughing too hard, though, because, like, Eddie Kingston comes out, and he needs better ring attire. Like I he was does. just like, what are you wearing, dude? Like you come it, out all really hard. you're really focused on the gut. You, well, no, you come out all hard and tough, and you have this bright green ring attire. Like I thought it'd be more, you know, like he when he's on the mic. I believe every word he says. I think he's the scariest person. Like he's the guy who like is at the bar, just like I will fight anybody. I don't care. I don't care. I'll kill you. And they're like, stay away from Eddie down there. He's really bad. Like you know, they're like, okay. The fact that it comes out in this ring attire, and this might be me just really nitpicking, I was just like, "Huh, what?" <laughs> no, I get it. Because when you see
0: John Moxley come out and he's getting the camo and he's yeah you know, in shape, and then you just see like retired Green Ranger as the uh, opponent,
1: and I didn't bring up his gut. You brought it up. That's mean. I did. Well, I have a gut. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like his ring attire didn't help. But then the fact of like this isn't even wrestling. This is just two guys who truly hate each other that I could <laughs> really picture just <laughs> fighting each other.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. This definitely was like shades of like CCW uh, John Moxley. It was
1: sure. the thumbtack bit. I was like, okay. The barbed wire on his head. I was kind of going, Ugh. and then the when he when Eddie picks up thumbtacks and smacks him in the head. I was like, oh my god, they let him do that? What if it would have hit his eye?
0: Hang on here. I'm going to look up Renee Young's tweets so you can just say what they said. <laughs> so she writes, uh, can I quit this match? Tax in the head? Come on, man. <laughs> so, so should I go back to Pleasantry Christmas movies now? <laughs> like her, th- her whole thread is <laughs> just like her reactions to everything going down. You can tell that she's just like, you know what? Maybe the big W was a good place to stay. Maybe a little bit safer.
1: I think, though, like, I think the match was fine. I don't think it really hurt Eddie. The fact he got choked out with, like, the barbed wire on his knuckle, it took a lot for him to go down. And I think the whole personal aspect, I, I just thought this match was believable. Like, it's been a while since I've watched, like, a hardcore match, and I was like, ew, uh, why oh, why? Don't do that.
0: Moxley wins. Good for him. Sounds like he's going to be taking on Omega next, which I'm excited for. This will be, I think, the second time they'll be having a match against each other in AEW. Um, but it's been almost a year now with AEW being, uh, or it's over a year that AEW has been uh, being televised shows weekly. Uh, big pluses, big minuses. I think coming out of this, it was it, it was it was really cool seeing no eight man tag matches tonight on any of the events. It was all either two man or one v one matches, which was cool. Uh, they weren't promoting any big debuts to try to get people in the seats. Uh, there were no WWE superstar surprises, which all that huge pluses. Negatives, I'd say too long of a pay per view, and I don't like the commentating table.
1: The funny thing is, you're saying too long. It was only three and a half hours.
0: Well, yeah, but with the, uh, it was three and a half plus an hour and a half kickoff show.
1: That's on you. You just turn on the wrestling. You ain't going to get anything new in a kickoff show. So that's all I'm saying.
0: I have to sit there and watch it so I get to that find that one match I need to review.
1: You just fast forward. You don't, it, it's the same with like sports. Why watch a kickoff show to the football game I'm watching? They ain't going to cover anything that I already don't know. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's totally annoying the blabber filler. The event alone was three and a half hours. WWE's latest events have been about two and a half, three hours. They've been around there, which is super nice. I, think I like that. that's the what I that party thing just drug on at a point where they didn't need to drag on. I think that's what like hurt the momentum of the show.
0: I agree. That whole if you just if you eliminated that whole thing out, it would have been an awesome A plus show for me. Pete, who's your
1: dud of the week? So my dud of the week is Kingston's outfit. Really just just that I was super hyped. He comes out with his coat and his bandana and then he's like, Green, <laughs> lame, that's
0: my dud. I get that. I'm gonna go with F T R. They had a great match, but man, they just lost the titles too fast. I just I'm just not a fan of that. Uh Stud of the Week. I am gonna continue to pick John Moxley until he loses his title because I think he is top dog of AEW. He is the face of the company and I couldn't be happier. MJF Okay. He's the man. I dig it. Alright, well hey, that is the Full Nelson Press episode 91. It is a wrap. If you enjoy our witty banter on sports entertainment find the Full Nelson Press on Facebook subscribe to us on YouTube leave us a review on iTunes find us somewhere, subscribe to us we need more listeners. I'm tired of talking to just Pete and him being the only one listening to me. And folks, half the time I don't even listen He doesn't. It's true. That's a true fact right there. So, uh, hey, hey Pete what have you been playing? It's Call of Duty Week! Call of
1: Duty Week! Woohoo! I've been playing Destiny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it came out free, everyone has it now. So like a bunch of people are on play.
0: I, I really want to play, uh, I sent you the uh, the video to, what was it, uh, Bikes and Knights or something yeah. like that. Uh That looks really fun.
1: Did you see the chicken top one? I with?
0: No, not yet. You
1: need to look it up. It's a noir <laughs> style game, but it's two chickens.
0: Oh yeah, I did see that one. Oh yeah, my I did god, see that looks one. That looks pretty fun. Yeah, I'm excited for that too. So,
1: yeah. Uh, well, um, are, 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 have you posted anything on your YouTube recently? No. No. Remember my <laughs> laptop died? And oh, let's be right. real, the whole six people that watch my videos, I don't think they're hurting to watch my videos anymore, <laughs> but I did get another ace on Rainbow Six, so I do have to pause that, so I'm trying to have oh, an ace with every single character, which is going to take, um, never. I'll never be able to do it, but I'm going to try. It.
0: <laughs> well, last night I beat Tony Hawk's uh, one and two, so now I'm just going through all the different challenges to unlock the different boards and all that stupid nice. stuff. I, I just can't get over the game. I love it so much. Good game. It is. Well, hey, uh, go watch some wrestling. Yeah, I bet.